have some good April Fool's jokes for Easter, you know. <laughs> One down. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I need to do this today. Hello. We're all, uh, you know. I'm being cornered here. This is what's, uh, this is what's happening. The, the, the aesthetics team is moving me. Anyway. So, uh, it is Easter. It is resurrection morning. We are here. Hallelujah. Um... Yeah, so we're going to jump in, we're going to do something here, and I'm going to try not to preach forever because we got brunch, and uh, sometimes that, that speaks on its own. Um, but so, he is risen. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Uh, but what does that mean, right? So, uh, what does it mean this morning, uh, and uh, that, that, that we come here and that we find that the tomb is empty for us, right? And behind me, if you can't see it, we have the tomb this morning. And I was able to find a miniature replica this morning. But we, we peer in, if you haven't peered in the tomb this morning, and we find that it is empty. It's empty. There's, there's nothing in there. And so what does that mean for us this morning? Uh, what's interesting is that that's, uh, we actually exist in this place where uh, like we find the tomb empty, right? Like that's, that's where we live, uh, is this sort of empty tomb place. Um, we, don't, we don't get like the privilege of Mary coming face to face with Jesus, but we are in the, the, well, we're in the proverbial garden this morning. We are in the house across from the garden this morning, inside right, uh, from the tomb, but uh, it isn't, right, and that's sort of where we live, we live in this space where we've come, and we've found that it's empty, and so what does that mean, right, and so some of us gather here this morning, and we find that the tomb is empty, and then it's, he is risen, and it's just, it's epic, and it's like past the Easter <laughs> basket, and you know, it's great, um, but for others of us, maybe it's more like, uh, you know, I hear that he, that he is risen, but, uh, you know, I just, uh, I, I see that the tomb is empty, but I'm just not sure about it from there. Um, because sometimes there's just, there's just too much, uh, maybe too many elements of, uh, well, this morning maybe lack of sleep, <laughs> or, uh, from anything to suffering or, or pain, um, to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually starting to feel like I'm getting arthritis a little bit. And I think that it could be hereditary, they tell me, but, you know, it's just like, you feel a little less risen from the dad, the elder you get, I suppose. I don't know. That's, that's, that's how it goes. I don't know. But so for many of us, there's just sort of the aches and pains and struggle and addiction and death. And so, you know, for, for some of us, it, it feels like pulling in here, it's a little bit more of like an empty tank rather than an empty mm-hmm. tomb. Maybe. Um, I was just listening to NPR the other day. Uh, and uh, Terry Gross was like interviewing this guy who wrote this book called, like the book is titled like The Triumph of Christianity, you know, and it's about like the history of Christianity and it's triumph or whatever that means. It's more like a historical book. But then at the end, he was like, and actually I'm not a, a Christian anymore. And he's like, I'm really like an agnostic, you know. And I was like, how ironic, uh, you know, he's like, he just, dude just published this book, The Triumph of Christianity, and he's like, no, nah, I'm kind of agnostic, right, because she was asking about it, and he was like, 
well, uh, you know, I just have a hard time uh, dealing with if there's a if there's a resurrection, if there's a God, right? How is there all this other stuff? How is there all this all, all these hungry people and all this lack of clean water and all this suffering, right? And it's sort of an age old story uh, that that I hear a lot. But and so he he uh, just couldn't really reconcile, right? This is who the church says they're going to be. This is kind of who they seem to be, and the whole thing just doesn't shake out. Um, anyway, so this morning I want, and it's in your hand, I want to jump in to uh, Genesis, because it's Easter, right? And we have to talk about Genesis. And uh, in the beginning, right? There's no better place to start. So in, uh, in Genesis, and we're going to go to chapter 2, uh, at verse 4, and we're going to read a little bit. It says, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, when no plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herb of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was no one to till the ground, but a stream would rise from the earth and water the whole face of the ground. And then the Lord God took man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the human became a living being. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden, literally paradise, in the east. And there he put the human whom he had formed. And out of the ground the Lord God made to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Uh, so it's interesting, from the very beginning, our story has, has taken place in a garden, hasn't it? Uh, God has always been a gardener, right? He takes uh, the ground and he takes dirt and he breathes life into it, right? And, and my wife, she would say, uh, and it was Eureka, right? And uh, we, we lived, right? And here we are. Yet, just a chapter later, okay, chapter 3, verse 8, we tacked it on there for you. It says, They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. It's such a beautiful thing they had going on. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. The word of the Lord. Uh, so, one moment, you've got Eden, you've got paradise, you've got beauty, you've got life, right? They're walking with God. I mean, it's like Hawaii with God, basically. And it, it's, it's amazing, right? And then the next moment, it's like created order has been thwarted. There's like a, a, a rift in the whole thing. There's sort of, it, it gets dark, right? There, there's fig leaves involved, <laughs> Right. And one moment it's open and everything is disclosed and the next moment it says, and, and they were hiding. They hid themselves. Right? You ever just feel like so much of your life is just like hiding? Think about it. You just feel like a lot of your life is just kind of you're hiding. Alright, we're going to leave that there. Um, so what's the deal, what's the deal with death anyway? You know, the whole death life thing, it's pretty heavy, it's Easter, we just have to talk about it, okay? Uh, you know, what, I mean, 
what what is the deal with death? And, and, and you know, it's like death versus life. You know, which one is bigger? You know, that's the question we're answering, right? Like, which one is stronger, death or life? You know, which one has more sway? Which one wins, right? I think sometimes we think about life and death as like a paper rock scissors game, rock paper scissors. You know, it's like it's like you ready, Riley? All right, one, two, three, shoot up. Oh. Death beats life every time, you know, <laughs> done, get out of here. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes I think we, you know, that's, that's sort of how we, how we think about when we think about life and how we think about death, right? Uh, I think most of us have been sold this narrative through, through modern religion that, that says, you know, death is taking over the world and everything in it and it's coming down and so you have this brief moment where you can, uh, where you can come and Jesus is selling tickets and you can pay, right? <laughs> yeah, get your ticket. And um, anyway, and if you know me, you know I'm like an inch within my soapbox here, which I will uh, refrain from stepping into for the most part. But, um, you know, that's just total, you know, ah. Uh, you know, this stuff is not uh, within Scripture. This is not how we uh, even come to understand created order, uh, right? And so, uh, but, but most of us have been sold this sort of, like, myth about what this is all about, right? I mean, you know how hard it is to even find Easter songs that aren't just saturated with substitutionary atonement. I mean, it's just like you got to weed through it, you know? It's, it's, it's all over. Uh, and so, one of my favorite parts about the Gospel of John is that uh, John, uh, very particular as he is, he brings us into the garden, right? He says, this whole thing is happening in a garden, right? Because uh, uh, this is what he does. He's sort of calling us back to Genesis, back to John 1, and then all the way back to, to Genesis. Like, this whole thing is kind of going down in this garden. He's placing us in this setting, right? This place where a thing grows and produces, right? And then dies, and then... Um, God, shoot forth again, you know. It's actually, uh, it's actually why this year we're, we're, we're transforming our community garden into more of a perennial garden from an annual garden, right? Because we've realized that Jesus is, Jesus is perennial. And so, uh, and I'm actually working on a t-shirt. I haven't quite gotten it yet. But, you know, it's just like, Jesus is my perennial garden. Uh, you know, and, and uh, it's a resurrection garden, you know. Garden of the Walking Dead just didn't seem to, you know, just wasn't. Uh, speaking of speaking of things hidden away, speaking of things hidden away, I think um, I think death is like that for us in our culture. Uh, death is like the thing that we've hidden away. We've sort of tucked uh, we've sort of tucked it away in in the corner. Um, our, our culture our culture is like the opposite. Uh, of a garden, <laughs> if you guys haven't noticed, like everything, uh, especially with death, everything is like super unnatural. Uh, are you with me? Like everything from the, <sighs> we're gonna get real. Everything from the the casket, right? This this uh, this sort of box, this mahogany, beautiful thing, you know that 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 we put ourselves in, like, to, to the vault that then that goes in, you know, and then we lower that in the earth, like, no dirt touching, touching me, you know, and it's just, like, it's the most unnatural thing ever, right, to, to funeral homes. I mean, if you've ever been, uh, spent any time in a, in a funeral home, 
right? It's, I mean, most funeral homes I've been in, I've been in a ton, like, they make you want to die. You know, you're just like, I feel drawn to death right now. They're just, you know, anyway. And, and maybe this is part of, and this is, we're just going to talk about death. We're just throwing that out there today. It's Easter, why not? But uh, when, when, I was, uh, when I was a kid, like, I was at funerals all the time. And I don't, I, it, I don't know if it's because I was related to everyone or that we were just friends with everyone. But we were just always, because someone's always dying, you know, and so you're just, you're, anyway, and this is a total side note, I'm bunny trim, but uh, I actually, uh, until recently, get it, bunny trim, Easter, uh, until recently, uh, I actually hated the way flowers smelled, I kid you not, because, uh, you know, scent, they say is that, I mean, scent will take you right back to a memory, well, all my, all my memories of flower smells had to do with funeral homes, and so, like, anyway, so, way to ruin everything, death, uh, but, but, but the, it's everything so unnatural, right, the curtains they put in there, like, what's behind there, why do we gotta put them in the casket and then a curtain, you know, and, and, and so, ah, man, and, and there's no windows in there, sorry, I'm really realizing things now, you ever realize there's, like, never any windows in there, what, like, what is wrong with you people, like, where are we, you know, Funeral home. Anyway, so, um, man, in the, in, the, in the cemeteries, right, we, we decide we're going to put all the, all the death, all the bodies in this one plot of land over here that's sort of out of the way. We're gonna, if we're going to have to visit a grave, it's going to be very intentional. It's, you know, we're going to drive over there. It's unnatural. Don't bury someone in your backyard because, you know, you might want to plant a tree there and there's going to be a big vault, you know. Or mausoleums, right? I mean, mausoleums are crazy. They're like, they're like the penthouse for dead people. And you're like three floors up. You're not no, nowhere close to the ground, right? There's no chance here for dust to dust, right? It's, it's very unnatural, right? Uh, total sign note. I think it's in Lawrenceburg or somewhere now. Davy Crockett Park, maybe. They're, they're kind of setting aside a plot for natural birth, or natural birth, natural death to happen. Uh, there's, there's a whole system in place. We have, we pay people called funeral directors and stuff to actually see and, and, and touch and deal with the dead so that we don't have to, right? To keep it, to keep it out of our peripheral even. Are, are you with me? Right? There's, there's a whole system in place. If you guys want to really get real, and we are, uh, embalming, like, can you get more unnatural than embalming? And, and by the way, side note, side note, uh, that's like, um, <laughs> too much detail. You're like, that, that, that's actually like the cash cow. Like that's, uh, that's how they, they, they make all their money. Through. Anyway, TMI. But there's a really good book called um, like Confessions of a Funeral Director written by Caleb somebody, another Caleb. Not me. But uh, anyway, to, uh, it's just... Um, you know, we have a hard time even, uh, we have a hard time talking about death, don't we? Uh, it's sort of like, oh, how long, how much longer is he going to talk about it? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, we, uh, some of us grew up in families when even a family member dies. Uh, you know, it's, it's almost taboo to just keep bringing this person up or talking about this person, right? Because we don't even want, we don't even want our words to touch death or see death, right? And so there's sort of like, man, our culture, like we've just done everything we can to sort of hide that away. Like death, pain, struggle, suffering. Like we talked about this last week a little bit. Like what, I mean, we, 
we medicate it or we try to find some other product to help us not look at it or we push it down, we, we put it in the corner, we don't deal with it, we don't, go, we don't, we don't look at it, right? And so um, what does it mean that, that our culture reflects a certain fear of death, right? That, that, that we refuse to even look death in the eye, right? That, that we, and, and then secretly we live in sort of this place of stress, right? That waiting for the Grim Reaper to come take us because we believe he holds all the cards, you know, at the end of the day. Um, so we, we do this with all of our pain and discomfort and trial and struggle in the West, right? Let's not go there. It's why AA is like the most beautiful thing ever, still. You know what I'm saying? It's like a bunch of people in a room, hey, I'm messed up, you know, like... <laughs> Broken human here, my name is Caleb, you know. And they just go around in a circle and they just do this, right? And, and why, is this, uh, why is this so hard? Why is this so foreign for us to sort of deal with this stuff and look this stuff in the eye, right? What does it mean this morning uh, that we would see it? That we would go FaceTime with it? That we would look at it all? Um, knowing that, that struggle and pain, right, are actually necessary parts of being alive. Are you with me? Uh, okay, so you guys are falling asleep. All right, so this morning, I've got something special. I don't know, you guys are like, it's Easter, it's killing me, and uh, I couldn't could not see us uh, do Easter and not bring us a, an Easter basket. And uh, this is... Uh, How do we know this? Well, this, you know, that's a great question, Aiden. I'm glad you asked. You're going to be my volunteer. Uh, so, uh, actually, would you feel this? Uh, it's pretty good. There's, there's enough for everybody. Yeah, there's gold in there. Watch out. Okay. Uh, yeah. And uh, so I brought, I brought it to share. I know you guys are really excited. Actually, would you help me open it? It's, it's pretty... Uh, I'll help you open it. It's pretty taped up. I think your brother's going to help me this time. Uh, here you go. You don't need to use this right. Don't, don't kill yourself. I mean, the sermon would get really real. Uh, but there's, there's some tape now. Uh, but uh, anyway, I know you guys are super, uh, super excited. But um, you know, we just wanted to make sure that we've got enough for everyone to share. So we'll see how good Aiden is with the. Yeah, you're doing great. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just gonna cut through all this. There's actually a live bunny in there, but don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you use your hands from here because you're scaring me there. Oh, the plot thickens! Yeah. Oh, man. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's see if we can get all the way out of here. This is, oh, yes, this is the good stuff. Right here. I know you guys are excited. Oh, look at that. That's amazing. So good. <laughs> Make sure you can get where you can see it, okay? Because this is, uh, you know, there's enough for everyone. Uh, we can pass it around if you guys want to smell it or put your hands in it or whatever whatever you want to do, right? Oh, man, I know this is what everyone wanted for Easter this morning. Uh, but uh, here it is, right? I mean... Yeah, this, this is, this is it, right? Are you with me? <laughs> this is the essence of life itself, 
and we get to share this whole basket. This is actually from my home brew uh, at home, actually. So this is legit stuff. So um, I'm sharing it. Like I've been working on this for like man, 2012. You know, it's like uh, you know, there's some newer stuff in there. You know, we gotta make it pretty for you guys, but uh, yeah, it's it's legit. The 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 essence of life itself here in a basket. So what does it mean this morning that, that we find ourselves moving from the casket, are you with me, the tomb, to the basket, thank you, Hi. are you with me, what does it mean that we find ourselves moving from the casket to the basket, from, from the place of death Right, to the place of, of life, right? Because this is, this is what Easter is about. This is what we're here to talk about, right? What does it mean that we're moving from this to this, right? That's what, that's what it's about. Hmm. So, literally, we take living organisms and we eat them and we're going to have breakfast and then we take all like the dead bodies thereafter and then we throw it and we, we return it to the earth and all the scraps, and it, and there's like a primordial stew that happens, right? There's like this, there's like this compost that takes place, and that, that death, that sort of covering up, that sort of burying, now becomes the thing essential to create new life. Are you with me? Like this is, this is sort of, you know, as Rafiki would say, the circle of life, right? This is sort of what it's all about, right? Anyone want to come put their hands in some life right now? Oh, I guarantee there's some good stuff in there. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> Smelly. Yeah, absolutely. Full of worms. Totally. Full of worms, man. Yeah. He's like, give me some of that. Beautiful. Absolutely. It's gorgeous, right? Amazing. Yeah. Life-giving? Yes, it is. Resurrection? Heaven, yeah. Right? <laughs> Compost. Compost. This is like, this is like God's, this is like God's greatest April Fool's joke. Are you with me? Are you with me? That, that we would find ourselves, okay, like, we're getting here, it's Easter morning, it's sunrise service, like, like, we're here to talk about the movement from the casket to the basket, are you with me? And, and the, this movement, movement from the tomb to life, <laughs> but what happens when we unwrap the thing that's supposed to be Easter, and what we find in it is not just life, but also death, and worms, and decay, and rot. Man, really hoping for chocolate buns, right? April Fool's, right? <laughs> like, what, what's the deal with that? I mean, it's like, it is, it is in our fear of, of pain and struggle and death that we misunderstand it, Right? That, that it's not something that stands in contrast to life, but it is something that, that is necessary for life. It is 
part of uh, the process, right? I mean, so good. That, that, that inside the Easter basket is life itself, right? But life itself only exists as sort of a created or creative struggle, right? Or I like to call it a, a dance, right? With sort of the Iggy stuff. It's sort of the carnage, right, of, of what life is, right? Death is always part of the created order, right? That in the beginning that God creates life and then life, it says, shoots forth more life, right? Death and pain and struggle and suffering, it's all the stuff that's like essential to take life to like the next level, right? To create something new, right? That it's through uh, pain that we will always give birth, right? It's just, it's part of the order, right? And so suffering, wrapping up here this morning, suffering isn't something that we have to do some sort of mental theological hurdles so that we can solve this thing, right? But rather it is the, the entering into our pain and our suffering and knowing that uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, the incarnation, is with us in that. There's this, there's this great quote by, uh, um, I think it's a relative to the Arnett's, but uh, George McDonald, that's the one. And, uh, and he said, he's passed away now, uh, but he said, the Son of God suffered unto the death, not that men might not suffer, but that their <laughs> sufferings might be like his. Right? That's good. That's good stuff. Right? This morning, our hope of resurrection... Uh, isn't about some far-off day, right, that, that we're, you know, it's not just about that, but it's also about today. It's also about receiving what's in this basket today. It's about our willingness to put our body in the dirt, right, to, to put ourselves in it, right? Not hidden, not tucked away in some sort of culture casket, Right? But, but to go in and to deal with it and look at it in the eye. And so, once again this morning, we find ourselves walking in the garden. Uh, once again this morning, we find ourselves um, with the gardener. And we are reminded of the Eden life. And it is in his life, death, and resurrection that we ourselves re-understand our, our purpose for life, our, uh, what we're doing, our created order, and re-understand even the pain. We re-understand our own life, death, and resurrection through His life, death, and resurrection. And so this morning, may you find yourself moving from the casket. Let's just disassemble this thing. To the basket. And may you be willing to put your hands in some of the, the good stuff. Are you with me? My wife's going to kill me. Oh, that's so good. Like that. That's compostable, right? Yes. 
What does it mean this morning? That we're willing to go in there. To pick up everything that maybe needs to talk about resurrection. That guy. Praise the Lord. And that we find ourselves glaring into that empty tomb. Receiving the empty tomb as a gift. And knowing that through that that we can look and deal even with our suffering. But not only that, but that we can find new purpose and new life. And that we can plant something new in there. This is what Home Depot does for life, by the way. Yeah, restriction. There's a sermon right here in this Easter lily. Yeah. Lord help Lord help him. May you this morning know what it means to live in the tension. That resurrection is not an escape key, but it's an invitation into what it means to live right now, even today. April Fool's. Let's pray. Lord God, Thank you for dirt. Thank you that from dust to dust we came. That you breathe life into us. And that from the ground, from Adama, you created Adam. You created us, Lord. <coughs> and then in the midst of everything that, uh, that we do have to sort of deal with in life, Lord, that that's actually the joy, Lord. That the joy is in the process. That the joy is in the dirt, Lord. That the joy is in the basket, Lord. And that sometimes it does look icky, but Lord, it is what is good, Lord. And it is what brings us joy, Lord. The process of it all. The, the ups and the downs and the screaming children, Lord. And so we give you thanks this morning for resurrection. In your name we pray. Amen.